The last five psalms, Psalm 146 through Psalm 150, each begin the exact same way. Praise ye the Lord. As we enter the season of thanksgiving and praise, Scott is walking us through this crescendo of praise, a study he is calling the Hallelujah Chorus. In our busy lives, we must make time to praise the Lord, not only for what He's given us, but praise the Lord for who He is. And when our heart is filled with praise, we are ready for worship. Let's join Scott now for today's study. George Frederick Handel was a very famous opera writer a man who was musically gifted, and yet at a certain point in his career, he he hit a low moment, a time when he thought perhaps it was all over for him. And that was the juncture when a friend who was a committed Christian gave him a collection of scriptures, Old and New Testament scriptures, all concerning one thing, the Messiah. Handel was challenged to put these scriptures to music, and indeed he did. In fact, in just about 24 days, uh, Handel composed what is now famously known as Handel's Messiah. Uh, It's an amazing, amazing uh, project. And if you listen to it, it would take you several hours to hear it all. Perhaps you're most familiar with what is known as the Hallelujah Chorus. Uh, They said that after he wrote the Hallelujah Chorus, Handel said, I did think I did see all heaven before me and the great God himself. In fact, for about three weeks, Handel never left his home and barely came out of his room. He was consumed with Scripture. He was consumed with God Almighty. And, of course, it led him to say, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. For the next several days, we are going to study the original Hallelujah Chorus. I'm not talking about Handel's Messiah. No, no. I'm talking about the final five psalms. Psalm 146 through 150, and here's how it begins. Psalm 146, verse 1, Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, while I praise the Lord, I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. And so begins the section known in Scripture as the Hallelujah Chorus. You see, Every one of these psalms, Psalms 146 through 150, begins and ends with this expression, Praise ye the Lord. And do you know that is exactly what the word hallelujah means? Literally, these are God's hallelujahs. This is God's hallelujah chorus, divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit. Some people believe that Handel's uh, composition was divinely inspired. I wouldn't go that far, but I would say this. Uh, that the scripture for which he was writing music is divinely inspired because all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. It has the breath of heaven on it. You see, when you start talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, there's nothing like it. The Holy Spirit attends to that. And so when you come to Psalm 146 through 150, we're led to Jesus. We're led to our great God, and we're led to say, hallelujah. Now, here's what's fascinating. In Psalm 146, we learn where hallelujah begins. I read you the first two verses, but listen to verse 3. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth. In that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Let me tell you where hallelujah begins today. Hallelujah always begins with faith in God. 
You see, every good thing opens to us through faith. It is by simple faith that we access all of the divine resources. If you want to see heaven open to you, if you want to know God, if you want to be led to worship, you don't begin with feelings. You begin with faith. This is fascinating. Uh, the, the psalmist does not begin here with some euphoric experience, some ecstasy, some emotion. No, he begins with a definite act of faith. He says, I'm not going to trust in man. I'm going to trust in God. And may I say to you that that's really what praise is. Praise is an expression of faith. You see, the object of our faith is the same as the object of our praise. Uh, we sometimes have the idea that prayer is the greatest expression of faith. I would say to you that I believe praise very often is an even greater expression of faith. You see, when you pray, you're asking for something. When you praise, you are acknowledging that God is enough. And you don't praise just after uh, the answer has come, after the breakthrough uh, is seen. You praise before it. Old Lester Roloff used to say sometimes you can praise your way through things you can't pray your way through. Praise demonstrates that our faith is in God alone. This is the foundation of faith in Psalm 146. And let me just say this. You can only praise someone that you absolutely trust. And so the psalmist connects here faith and praise. This is so vital to every person who's listening to me right now. Some of you, perhaps, have never personally put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. Now, that's why the idea of praise seems so foreign to so many people. Uh, that's why so many people have no understanding of what real worship is because you have to know that one that you're worshiping by simple faith. And so I want to say to you today, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Put your faith in the Lord today. Call on him now in faith. Uh, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. God will hear and answer that prayer, and I'll tell you what it will do. It will lead you to praise God. And then a host of people who are studying the Bible with us right now are believers, meaning that you have been born again. You have put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus. But I want to remind you today that faith is not simply how we come to Christ. It's how we continue to follow Christ. Four times in Scripture, the Bible says the just shall live by his faith. The Christian life is a faith life. So you don't just trust God for heaven. You've got to trust God for here. We're not just believing on the Lord to keep us out of hell someday. We're believing the Lord to enable us and strengthen us and direct us this day. Faith is the Christian life. And so if you want to begin to praise God, if you want to learn something about these holy hallelujahs, if you want to have a, a heart and a home filled with worship, then you must begin where the psalmist begins in Psalm 146. You must begin with simple trust, with faith in God. And notice in the first two verses, he tells us who should trust. And listen to them again. Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, while I praise the Lord, I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. So who should trust the Lord? Number one, everybody that's alive. All of us. If you're breathing, I'm talking to you. If you have breath in your body, as long as you have breath, as long as you have life, you should be praising God. Praise your way to the finish line. Praise your way to the rapture. Don't whine your way to the second coming of Jesus. Don't grumble and groan your way through this life. No, no. Praise God. Choose to believe and trust and praise the Lord today. And then notice, not just all who are alive, but all the days of your life. 
So every living person and every day that God allows you to live. You see, our trust and our thanks are intimately connected. And I love the fact in verse number one, the psalmist says he's going to praise the Lord, and then he tells everybody else to praise the Lord. So it is for the psalmist, and it's for all of us. Praise ye the Lord. Ye means me. I love this expression. Praise the Lord, O my soul. Oh, I praise him sincerely. My, I praise him personally. Soul, I praise him wholeheartedly. This is not just a matter of the voice. This is not just words. No, friend, this is heart-level praise. And where does it begin? It begins where every good thing in our life begins. It begins with simple faith in God. Do not put your trust in men today. Do not put your trust in yourself. Do not put your trust in money or good circumstances or a good frame of mind. Put your trust in the Lord who never changes. And you'll be able to say today, praise the Lord, O my soul. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. We here at Enjoying the Journey are thankful for you, our listeners. It is always such an encouragement for us to hear how God is using the ministry of Enjoying the Journey. All of the resources we provide are free, all because of the support of listeners just like you. While we believe your tithes should be given to your local church, we are always grateful to have Christians from around the country to partner with us as God leads. All gifts are tax deductible. You can visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and click Donate in the upper right-hand corner. You can make a one-time investment or set up reoccurring gifts. However God leads you to partner with us, thank you. And we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.